This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's a Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority today, Saturday, May 28th. It is Memorial Day weekend here in New Hampshire, and we are live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, out by the coast. Sunshine looks like it's going to come out. We got a new set here, Mr. Jonathan. What do you say? I say you're, you're getting more and more like David Letterman every day. That's not a bad thing. This is the more Johnny Carson <laughs> type of thing. If you if you have us on on um, Ustream, you can actually uh, watch this mess and see what it looks like. We got a new set. Chuck I like Morrison. It. I like it, Dave. You like it, Chuck Morrison. The only problem it. I have with it is now the jig is up. People might actually start believing I'm the co-host. I'm not happy about it. You're I'm pulling the strings from right here, guys. Well, you got a little, you got your little sound thing there, or whatever. The iPod. You got it going on. You got Mr. Hat over there. That's the co-host. El, El Senor Hat. Senor Hat over there. Um, welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. If this is the first time you're uh, watching or listening to the show, this is a cigar show, a show that happens in a cigar shop. We do it because we actually smoke cigars during the show, and none of the uh, radio stations will. Let us smoke in the studio. So this is on location every single week. This week we're doing it live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. If you want to come by and see the show, um, we are off exit one off Route 95, uh, first exit into New Hampshire in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Come to the end of the exit, take a left, and we're right on the left-hand side about a half a mile down. Two Guys Smoke Shop, Seabrook, New Hampshire. Come and see the show. It is uh, officially summertime because it's memorial day weekend so uh we thought we'd have it down here at the coast and it's so. uh it's memorial day weekend because mr jonathan's i'm on a boat party is tonight it's a, it's a big memorial time, day yeah. weekend waits for my boat party not the other way around memorial day weekend people look at it as barbecues in the beginning of the summer season and all that stuff but let's not forget it is a federal holiday and it uh is formally known as decoration day and it's very, very important because it's for the men and women who uh, are in our military and who died for our rights and freedoms, one of which being the right to smoke. And um, I thank them for that and Absolutely. everything else in this country. And I, I know we all uh, bitch and complain about this country, but there's no doubt about it. This is the greatest country in the world. I've been other places. This is it. Uh, this is as good as it gets. Let's make it better. But it's as good as it gets. Love the country. I, I was talking with someone who was very passionate about his uh, beliefs last night, and he said that the Constitution guarantees you the pursuit of happiness. That's right. It's not a right. It's it, a pursuit. It does not guarantee you happiness. No, you, just, can, you can pursue it. You're allowed to try <laughs> to be happy in this country. Absolutely. It's not a guarantee. So you've got to get out there and do it yourself. It's not uh, giving to you. You have a right to go get it. Some countries, you don't have the right to go get it. 
That's so a shame. that's the magic of it. So this week, anyway, on the Cigar Authority, we have a special guest, Sam Lacia. Sam is the owner and operator of the new Sam LaCia Cigar Company. You may uh, know uh, Sam or remember Sam from Nub and Kane Cigars. Uh, he's no longer with that company. Uh, he is now, this is his solo debut. And I uh, pronunciate the word debut because that is his new cigar called Debut. We don't have any of the cigars to smoke, but we'll talk to him and ask him how it tastes because we have none to taste. But why is that? I that have no have? idea. The, the key here is for us to taste it along with you and be able to tell you. So what. he calls you up and says, can I be on the show? And you I say, called him to yeah, ask absolutely. him to be on. I, I saw right. the press release, and uh, I said, uh, do you want to be on? He said, absolutely. So uh, we got the scoop here. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out about his new, his new company and where well, he's going to go with it. If we're not smoking debut, what are we smoking? Well... We are going to smoke. He was with Kane and Nub. He's, as far as I'm concerned, he's the guy that brought Nub, the, the short format cigars. Sure. Short, fat nubs. I was really into it because all of a sudden, short and fat became all the rage. <laughs> became popular. And I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> so short and fat. So I love him for that anyway. But he came up with these short, fat cigars. And so um, I thought we'd smoke uh, Cane and Nub today. And last week, um, the folks from... Oh, I know which one I'm giving Chuck. Cigar. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. This That's is Cane F. Lancero right there. This is a, uh, a special uh, selection of six of unreleased Cane and Nubs. And these are uh, limited releases. Uh, it's a Nub Habano. It's a Nub... Um, Oh, Maduro, I'm having, a Mexican Maduro. A I'm having a flashback. What, what are you having? The last time that we had Nub on the show was the day after Gary Coleman died. And today is the one-year anniversary That's right. of oh Gary Coleman dying. That's right. And we're smoking Nub again. Did you have anything to do with this? Because this, it's coincidentally, and this is uh, Gary Coleman looking down on us with a smile on his face. Let's hope. Gary oh. Coleman, if those that don't remember. Uh, do we at least have a, a Gary short... Coleman that we can smoke? Is there a Cameroon in there? Uh, we have two Doc Gary, right. Gary Coleman's here. All right. We're on it. <laughs> That's right. So you, you saw the prep of the show where it says oh, uh, man. Gary Coleman. That's good. So anyway, here's the selection of what we have to choose from. And we can smoke the same ones or we can smoke something different because we've got six different ones here. We're not going to smoke them all. But this is a gift with purchase that um, Studio Tobacco is doing these world uh, tour events. And they uh, came to Two Guys Smoke Shop last week, and they were nice enough to drop one behind for us to do this. And um, these are cigars that are not available for sale when you buy uh, a box of these cigars. This was the, the, the gift that went along with it. So we have a Kane F. Lancero. A 7x38, i got to imagine, very, very strong Lancero. Yeah. You listen to this, Chuck? I'm listening, man. I'm getting That's a, the one you to, go for right there, Chuck. Get the puke bucket ready. I was ready just going to say, do we need a just, bucket? <laughs> <laughs> give me the bucket. Just get it over with on the show. This has a triple cap on it, uh, traditional triple cap like in Cuba, instead of the Lancero pigtail that you normally see. We have the Kane FF Torpedo. It's a 6x54 Torpedo. That's uh, right here in the middle. And you got to imagine that's that's strong. gonna punch you in the stronger face. version of the. Uh, We're all robusto. gonna be fighting over the baby cigars at the end. All right, we have the Cane Dakota Short Robusto. This is a size uh, they don't make. It's a four and a half by fifty, uh, so it's gonna punch you right in the belly right off the bat. Beautiful. Um, more robust and not for sale. We have a Nub Habano Perfecto. Where is that um, Nub Habano Perfecto? Okay, so this is a Nub with a Perfecto end to it, a point on the end. I haven't seen that before. Uh, it is. Uh, That's because it's unreleased. 
That's right. Um, and it is a uh, one-half inch longer than any other nub. So it's a little bit longer. We have a nub, it's, San it's Andreas. Nub, it's nub less because it's it's a little bit less of a nub. Nub, right. It's actually bigger, yet it becomes less. What's less and more at the same time? It is the uh, nub habano. Perfecto. Perfecto. Nub San Andreas Mexican. This is a completely unique nub size. It's a nub Maduro blend with Mexican San Andreas wrapper and... Uh, that is found on the cane Maduro. So it's like a cane, but it's in a nub. Uh, and then we have a prototype cigar, STDS001. This is not anything but a prototype for uh, the company. Um, it's a full-bodied Maduro blend. That's all they tell you about it. All right, that's the one I'm smoking. That's the one you're smoking? That's the one I'm smoking. I don't care if and it's they, the most powerful one. Okay. I'm going for it. And here's what they tell me about this. The tobacco is so limited, it will never come out as a cigar. Wow. So you are smoking, this is it. This is the yeah. one. That's what you want? That's what I want. Chuck, you heard him. Do you okay. want, you, you, you have the option to even take that cigar if you want or pick. Chuck, I'm manning the... up, so you got to man up too. Get that cane. Man up. Get oh. that Lancero. All right. Step up. You're going to do the Lancero? No, no, not the Lancero. Are you crazy, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> are you crazy? When come that, on now. When the KNF came out. I was absolutely stoned smoking the regular cane. The Daytona yeah. was kind of uh, uh Yeah, you want a Daytona? You want a nub? You were talking about a nub earlier. Yeah, actually, oh, let's go nub. Let's go nub. Heavy barnyard smell on this. All right. We got two different nubs. We got the nub perfecto. You want to try that? Is I think so. Red? Okay. I think so. It's it's a, it looks per- a little smaller. Uh, you know you know me, guys. I'm a mild okay. guy. Mild to medium. This so. is a, uh, the, just the smell on the wrapper is exactly like... A stall where you'd keep a horse. Oh, horse bond smell. You can smell the manure, the hay. It's damp with something. I'm going to smoke a nub, too, only because we're going to have Sam on, and I think of Sam when when I smoke a nub anyway. And this is the uh, San Andreas Maduro nub 4x64. Kind of thick for me. 64 ring gauge. Uh Unique size and nub, Maduro blend with Mexican San Andreas Rapid found on the cane Maduro. Regular production nub Maduro is Brazilian. Um, this is not. So this is something new here, and that's what I'm going to smoke. And uh, nice little pack. We have uh, three more we could go to after. If uh, But, you know, these nubs are pretty remarkable. What's remarkable about them, as small as they are, they take forever to burn. This is probably going to take the whole hour Wow! to smoke this nub. I'm going to guess the same thing for you, Chuck. And as far as what you're smoking, Mr. Jonathan... It draws like a straw. We have no idea how long... What, what and that's we gonna... never will have an idea. Right. He's smoking it. So, uh, okay. Here we go. Got my uh, thing going here. All right, I'm going to say a quick hello to the four stations picking us up here on Memorial Day weekend. Do you want me to do that while you light up? Please. All right, folks, we have WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, where I was last Monday. Uh, We have WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And we've got WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. We're also streaming live on Ustream.tv. If you do want to watch what we got going on, our new set, check out my new suit jacket that my wife got me. We are podcasting for your downloading convenience on podbean.com. That's podbean, like vanilla bean, dot com. 
Uh, and you can search us on iTunes. We are on demand with all of our products, video, when I remember to press record, and <laughs> podcasts, it's all so available good. at thecigarauthority.com. Have we press record? Of course. Of course. Chuck is there. Chuck's over there. It's and, not and, me. And speaking of Ustream, it's funny, guys. I just have, I'll just i just update everyone with some comments we're receiving on the chat box. And, again, if you're listening in the car right now or on the podcast, you got to check out the video broadcast. As I said, we have a new set. New we're, set. we're wearing headsets, and, and Dave, Jonathan, there's a lot of criticism right now. Uh, from the headset, saying, "When are you going to man up?" As as to use an expression from Mr. Jonathan, and get real microphones. We talked about that before the show started today because because we, we all agree we, we look ridiculous. This was a surprise. The set, right? It was. Last night I was getting the thing together, and I slid the couch out and I set the thing up and I I took a picture of it and I sent it to Mr. Jonathan. I said, "What do you think?" And he had a wise comment anyway. But I said, uh, <laughs> I think it looks good. But then when we sat here and put the headsets on, I said, I think we need kind of. We need to work on something. What do yeah, they the, call the little, little tie call, clip? Tie clip, although I'm not wearing it. Lavalier? Lavalier. Lavalier microphones. All right, we're going to work on that. So they're calling you John Madden and Pat Summerall. Yeah, because this is goofy with the headsets <laughs> on, huh? <laughs> yes, and then last but well, not least. Well, in that case, since we're on the radio <laughs> yeah. and I can't say this, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to show you. <laughs> yeah? So if you want to know what that's all about, you watch on the video. Watch the rerun of this. Which... <laughs> then lastly, guys, there's a special guest on the chat box, and it's saying that she is Mr. Jonathan's mom oh mr jonathan's mom shop that, that she's at your brother's house hi mom because it's uh you know this is the, the people are getting together and having cookouts and all that stuff people are on the beach by the way everybody on the beach it's time to turn over turn over right now right now there's a, everybody that's on the beach is turning over all at the same time because i said it just because you said it both of them <laughs> Oh, anyway, um, so big show anyway. Sam Lachia, uh, owner and operator of the new uh, Sam Lachia um, Cigar Company, is going to come on. He's the guy that um, introduced me to Nub and Cane Cigars, and, um, you know, that that's history. We're not going to get into his past. We're going to get into his future. What? Didn't just, this is just kind of a coincidence, didn't Jose Oliva win something yes. in Florida? Yes, Jose Oliva. I have that information here, which is big news. Uh Jimmy. He won the GOP primary Thank you. this past Tuesday. Huh. That's right, in Florida for the uh, Miami uh, area. And he is going to, uh, now he's the Republican nominee, but the uh, guy he's running against is a writing candidate. He should whip him, no problem. He actually got a big, big percentage. It was a three-way uh, race. He actually... Uh, 42%. 42% in a three-way race, which is big. Wow. And... Uh, Young man that not only um, has his opinions and problems with what's happening uh, out there in government, but this is a guy doing something about it, mm. putting his money where his mouth is, putting his mouth where his mouth is, and it's time because he's going to, not that he doesn't have enough to do already with the Oliva company, this right. guy has is going um, to be a state senator. If you want to get something state done. State House member, I'm sorry. If you want to get something yeah. done, have a busy person do it. That's right. So he's busy to begin with, and he's going to do it. We know uh, Nick Perdomo has done it before. He's yep. the vice mayor of uh, Miami. And uh, here you go with Jose Oliva, who is the owner of um, Nub and Cane. Yeah. Uh, District uh, 110. If you did want to make a donation, you certainly can uh, go to joseoliva2011.com. Uh, and Jose is all about lower taxes, job creation, smaller government. This one's my favorite. Accountable government. Yes. Uh, imagine... 
Now, as a, as a business owner myself, and you know this, yep. and Chuck, you know this, if I don't take care of my customer, I will slowly lose all of my customers and I will go out of business. What makes you a successful business owner is taking care of your customer. Who is your customer when you're a state rep? They're Who's not, your customer not, when you're the your, president? They're not even your customer. They're your boss, as far mm. as I'm concerned. You're, actually, that's, that's an even better way to put we it. We hired you by voting for you, and we pay you. We are your boss. Take care of us and be accountable for the money that you take from us, and you're spending our money. Make sure you spend them the right way. Just don't hand it out to everybody. I don't want to turn this into a political show, but I got big problems with it. You know what? But I do not do what Jose Oliva or Nick Perdomo does, which is run for office and um, basically put your mouth where your mouth is, right? Absolutely. Uh, I, I got to give him, uh, you know, big kudos for for, for doing this, and um, hopefully he can change things. But uh, you know, it's almost impossible. There's just uh, too much red tape out there. But let's see what he can do, and it's really awesome that that he's doing it. And uh, would, how, do, how do they send money to him if they want to donate? JoseOliva2011.com. Okay, so go on there, donate a few bucks. He can use all the help he can get, and. Um, you know, let's put the right people in office, and maybe they'll do something about it. So. He wants to make Florida a business-friendly state as well, which yeah. I guess it's not a bit. I don't live down there, so I don't know if it's business-friendly, but so many states are not business-friendly. Um, well, apparently. We won't get into yeah. Massachusetts. Right, which is uh, we're one mile over the border over it's, here. And it's actually, it's almost a crime in mass to make your business successful. Right. As soon as you get out of debt, you start paying taxes, and it puts you right back in. It's a square one. That's it. And that's why people are, it's one of the only states in the country that uh, the population drops every year. People mm. leave Massachusetts. They leave. I did it myself. I was born and brought up there. Seven years ago, I left. As was I. Bring the bell. Best, best, over here. Absolutely. <laughs> best thing I ever did. Chuck, you, you lived in Massachusetts? Oh, yeah. Belmont. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's that. Lighting so the uh, This is awesome. This is I like mine too. I'm I'm surprised you like yours. Yeah, huh? it is good. A lot of flavor. Flavor yeah. bomb is uh, Tommy Crump. I could say. tell you guys that this cigar tastes like anything, and nobody can refute it because no one can get it. Right. Do you find it heavy? It's a little heavy. It's um, I can tell that it, halfway through I'm going to feel the tightness in my chest because it's it's that kind of heavy. Nah, it's that'll, not, be, that'll be a heart attack. Don't, it, don't oh, let right. just shake it off. Yeah. Shake my arm. Yeah. Off. <laughs> It'll uh, it's it's not overpowering in the flavor department. It's not a Punch in the face, pepper bomb. A little bit in the back of my throat, a little bit of tang going on. Yeah, th this one isn't a light one, although uh, I like it very much. It's early on, but I like it very much. So we're, we're trying uh, the Studio Tobacco. These are limited releases. The only way to get this is go follow their tour, find out where they're going to be, and go to the tour and see. And if you buy a box of their cigars, you get the six-pack free. Other than that, you're never going to be able to buy these cigars. This is uh, just so everyone knows. You'll I'm never be able to get that. The ST-DS001. Which means nothing to anybody except them. But it's cool. That you or have, anyone who ends up with it's one. It's handwritten on there, right? Yeah. It just looks like a paper band someone printed and cut out with scissors. <laughs> it's not straight. Yeah, this is uh, well, this that, is different. That's how it is. Um, later on in the next hour, we're going to uh, try the new Zeno Z-Class. 
This is a new cigar coming out by Zeno. They're trying to reinvent themselves over there. They are coming out with a full-bodied cigar in a whole different class. It sounds it sounds more like um, with the sizes and things like uh, an automobile, but it's uh, the packaging is unbelievable. It's silver packaging, very sleek. Uh, we'll judge the cigar and see what we think. Speaking of judges, uh, there's a lawsuit going on out there between Don Pepin Garcia, the maker of brands like Tatuaje, San Cristobal, obviously Don Pepin Garcia, my father, um, and um, they are being sued for being greedy, according to this. Um, Don Pepin Garcia's people say that's not true. They are being sued for spite. You can't sue somebody for spite. But what I think this is, is it's um, somebody thinks somebody's greedy and the other person thinks maybe they're getting all the praise and all the attention or something like that. Well, we'll, we'll get into that whole thing and talk about it. I asked uh, our friend Frank Herrera from Cigar Law to come on the show and talk about this, and he declined, which, uh, you know, I can understand why. I'm not, I don't want to beat him up too much on it because... In this industry, it's a small industry. We know everybody. Like, the, you know, we're going to have CM on. So because you know everybody, it's okay to be a chicken. Yeah, you know, you, you kind of. Actually, I shouldn't even say that because I'm going to watch and see if you dance with this thing and go I, one gonna, way or another. I, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, we'll, 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 we'll talk about the facts and then we'll uh, try to come up with our conclusion of it. But this thing's going to court. And um, when it goes to court, we're going to have a decision and, and an answer of what, what's happening here. But I know the players. There's no doubt about it. So it's a, it's a shame, mm. and uh, but it's very interesting anyway. We've got some good news and bad news this week, and we got lots of events, promotions, and a bit of history coming up. So that and a lot more. Speaking of events, I know we have a big event tonight. That we do. Go ahead. Tell the whole world about it. I'm on a boat. That's really all I have to say. You got a it's boat a, cruise. It's almost sold out. But there are some tickets left. 35 tickets. Uh, my phone has been ringing off the hook. In fact, it, I'm actually texting and selling tickets and holding tickets for different people. And there's a lot going on even while I'm sitting here on the couch. All right. Um, the the party leaves out of Newburyport, Mass. It's on the Captain's Lady 3. Uh, the Captain's Fishing Parties owns the entire pier. So you drive to the end of Plum Island. You yep. can't miss it. It's the biggest of the three boats. Dwarfs everything else on the river. It could easily hold 300 people. Uh, they only allow us to do 150, and so that's how many people will be on. Can we smoke on the boat? We can smoke on the boat. In fact, anyone that would like a cigar, I'm uh, sponsored by Dos Ombre Squared. There so we go. I'll give you a Dos Ombre Squared. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's, it seems like it's going to be a beautiful night for a cruise. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And is there going to be some sort of entertainment, some musical entertainment? It's funny that you ask that. <laughs> um, my favorite DJ of all time is going to be the DJ on this boat. I can't. I, I'm busy tonight. I'm sorry. I, I just can't. Uh... No, no, I, you must have misheard me. I did not say <laughs> my second favorite DJ. I said my favorite oh, DJ. Oh, you would be talking about yourself. I would be talking about myself. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you'll be the DJ, and what do you, what do you plan on playing for music? I'm going to really, really mix it up. I was going through, uh, I went through my music last night, and then I went through it again this morning, and I, I'm going everywhere from old school rock, old school hip hop. Uh, there's going to be some new stuff, some top 40. I actually, uh, are you familiar with mashups? Yeah. So you take a, an older, we'll say, guitar lick, and you throw some newer Beastie Boys on top of it, or, or whatever. So. I found a bunch of mashups that are nice. But make sure you, you you play to the crowd 
that, you know, you don't want to show skills and yet people can't dance to it because you're doing too much. I, I 100% agree with you. Right. So I'm, I, I, I'm, Just... I play the mashups in uh, short supply. There's a couple that are really guaranteed winners, and uh, those are the ones that I play. Okay, so we, we mentioned uh, Jose Oliva's big win on the GOP primary this Tuesday, and uh, we'll look forward to him going uh, – uh, forward and becoming a state rep for uh, the, uh, the state of Florida. And uh, the bad news is another one bites the dust. We have uh, lost a cigar company, a manufacturer in, um, in Pennsylvania. The name of the company was Red Lion Cigar Factory. It closed after 100 years. And uh, it's a shame we lose another business, and I'll tell you what happened to him uh, when President Obama became president. The first thing when he took office, the first thing was the S-chip tax, which is the state children's health tax. And they decided to fund this tax, fund all the money for this through cigars. And they put a tax of 50-odd cents on every cigar that comes into the United States or is produced into the United States. This is a company that at one time in 1979, they produced 30 million cigars out of this factory in the U.S. with lots and lots of employees. How many did they end up producing their last year? Less than one million. Wow. Thank you, Mr. Obama. Another one bites the dust. What a shame. That's uh, what hope gets you right there. Oh, my God. Hope and change. Hope and change. you you got change. you got a 100-year-old company, uh, family-owned and operated company in the United States, bothering nobody, just, just uh, producing uh, jobs and, and happy people. And after 100 years, it closes down. So um, what a shame. What a shame. What a shame that the freest country in the world is encouraging bailouts instead of encouraging business. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. I was talking, uh, my friend owns a pizza shop in Amesbury, Mass., and I swung by to say hi because I was in the neighborhood passing out flyers for my I'm on a bull party that you yeah. might have heard of. It's oh, tonight I, oh, I heard from 7 tonight, to 10, Plum Island. So I was. Uh, 30 tickets left? 30 tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to him, and he was telling me about the fact that he's got to fire and you know another employee because nobody wants to work anymore. They come in and they think they're going to talk on their phone and text and kiss their boyfriend goodbye and talk with their friends and not clean out the fryer later and he finds himself doing all of the tasks in his pizza shop instead of the people that he's paying to do them it's, he's got to go around and do it behind him it's unfortunately it's i i feel i, I don't want to feel like the old guy here but it seems like a generation of people that uh think they got something coming to them we they got to, something coming to them the unemployment used to call people like that losers right but anyway so we got lots more to come uh, we're going to take a break when we come back it's sam lasia joins us later we're going to go into the don papine being sued uh for spite yet uh they call it greed and um We'll, we'll talk about the new lines of Tatuaje, Don Pepin, and my father. What happens if this happens? Uh, a lot more coming up. So uh, stick around, everybody. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire, or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. 
We ship cigars everywhere, and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie, and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra, a little fun, and a whole lot of flavor. Zing.
And we're back on the Cigar Authority Memorial Day weekend. We're here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. It's Memorial Day weekend. Just shut it off. Don't fade it down. I tried fading it down, and it didn't work. Yeah, that's and just priming yourself up for a, a disastrous <laughs> night on the boat oh, cruise. Nice way to way to jinx me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you believe in that stuff, huh? I need wood to knock on or something. Yeah, I do appreciate the uh, the compliments in the chat box, which I. Dave won't let me have my laptop on my lap where it belongs, so I don't have my chat box here. But Chuck did say you guys like my hat. Thank you. If you'd like to see more of my hat, <laughs> and you can see it on a cruise. Tonight, and I right? actually was—I borrowed Captain Stubing's pants. I'll be wearing those tonight on the boat. I hear you got black lights going on. You're gonna be going crazy. They're gonna have a good time anyway. Tonight's cruise. How do they call you? What if they want tickets? What do they do? You give my—you can give my cell phone a ring. I'll hold a ticket for you. Six six zero three four seven five. One three nine one. That's six zero three four seven five, one three nine one. Give your cell phone a call after the show, and you'll hey, put a call during the show. I'll take the call here live while you're talking to Sam. I won't get a word in it edgewise. Anyways. Nah, don't do that anyway. So anyway, <laughs> we're, we're smoke. I'm smoking the nub. You're smoking a. You don't know what it is, and you're smoking a nub cane or whatever it is. Habano. Yeah, Nub yeah. Habano. Uh, Sam Lacia was the the face of Nub and Cane brand. They parted ways with Oliva Cigars. He's off on his own to start his own company, the Sam Lacia Cigar Company. The past is the past. He's moving on, and uh, he's going to be a mover and a shaker. There's no doubt about it. On the line with us right now is Sam Lacia. Sam, are you there? I am here. Good to be here, Dave. How are you? Very good. How are you? Man, doing good. It's a beautiful uh, Memorial Day weekend. want to first give a big shout-out to all our veterans and all those that have passed and put their uh, sacrifice, their, their life, for the uh, obviously for our awesome freedoms here in the U.S. So big shout-out to our, our veterans who have passed and uh, to those uh, that are still serving, whether it's uh, airmen, whether you're uh, Navy, whether you're, whether you're a soldier, whether you're a fireman or police, just thank you for your service. Absolutely, I know you are a Navy man yourself, so thank you for your services. It's a, uh, it's a. This is what Memorial Day is. A lot of people think it's all about fireworks and um, barbecues and things like that. You know what? Nothing wrong with having a good time today, but it's the servicemen and women that gave us the right to be able to do that. So uh, thank you, Sam. My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay, so um, geez, you uh, you started out in the cigar business about ten years or so. You learned to be a cigar roller, and uh, take us through the very, very beginning. How was your first time uh, smoking a cigar? You started and and you end up falling in love with cigars. What happened? <laughs> you know, I I actually uh, been telling this story uh, a couple of times in the past few days. My my first cigar was uh, I was in, I was in tenth grade, and uh, me and a couple of buddies. Uh, went down to uh, the local drugstore and pitched in and bought a box of Phillies Blunts. And uh, I, I think uh, people ask, you know, well, why would you know? Why did you want to get into cigars? And honestly, I, I think I'm a I'm a product of the boom. Um, Michael Jordan was uh, my big my biggest uh, my, my biggest uh, hero. The Bulls were winning all their championships, and uh, Michael Jordan always had a cigar. So we wanted to smoke cigars, probably be like Michael Jordan. So in any case, we went down, bought a box of Phillies Blunts. I remember taking it back to the house, opening up, and uh, just opening up that first box. I mean, I, I swear to God, I, I remember it like, like it was yesterday. And I know they weren't anything special, but they were to us. I mean, I, I'm 15 years old, and uh, I'm smoking a cigar. I've had 
cigar boxes all around the house with matchbox cars and baseball cards. This one had cigars, and I was about to smoke them, so it was exciting. And uh, of course, I I branched out into into you know hand rolled cigars, and my my first real cigar, we'll say, uh, was a Macanudo. I used to go in the tinderbox at the local mall just to smell that humidor. And uh, man, I mean, I, I I don't have to tell anybody that's been in a humidor; it's uh, it's addicting. And and uh, I I was hooked from there. So you're you're from Pennsylvania, is that right? Born and raised in Pittsburgh, and that's where I am right now. Okay, so uh, you, you start smoking cigars out there in Pittsburgh, and uh, all of a sudden, I, I saw you with, with the nub cigar, and all of a sudden you show up, but there was something that happened before that. You got in the business somehow. <laughs> well, I was in the liquor business after, uh, after the Navy. I got into the liquor business and uh, always uh, had ties uh, with, with, with cigars, always smoked cigars, and then I tried to tie in uh, my liquor products with uh, cigar brands uh, mostly just to get free cigars, and uh, things just uh, you know developed from there. I, I, I was fortunate enough to go to Camp Camacho uh, and uh, go go to a factory in, in 2000, and uh, it was really that that tour that uh, really got me excited about uh, the industry as a whole. Uh, meeting Christian and and some of the things he showed me, and I mean I, I remember uh, you know we were in a, uh, the Candela barn, and he pulls down uh, a Candela leaf. He, he deveins it and he wraps two guys uh, that were there. He, he wraps their Corojo with uh, candela leaf. Now, back in 2000, the Corojo, the Camacho Corojo, was arguably the strongest cigar on the market. He puts this candela leaf on these guys on their cigars, and, and like I said, they had smoked it about you know maybe halfway, and totally changed uh, their cigar. And, and you know it was very intriguing. And I didn't get a chance to smoke it or to. Uh, to uh, you know, experience it. But when I went home, I started taking cigars apart because I didn't have tobacco, but I had cigars, and I wanted to see what that thing would do. So I would take a wrapper off and throw it on another cigar just so I can uh, have that experience that that those guys had down there at the factory. So um, one thing led to another. Got into uh, you know rolling. I, I rolled cigars down at Camp Camacho, but you know everybody gets the chance to do that. But I, uh, you know, I, I was really into it. I, I, I always wanted to, to learn it. I always found it fascinating, just like a lot of people do. And uh, I just took it a little further. Absolutely. Did you work at a cigar store, or you were just friends with the cigar store in order to get down to Camp Camacho? You're right. I, I, I didn't work. Uh, I didn't work in the store. I was. Uh, I was a customer. So they took you down there, and uh, it, which is what. You know, the, the show is really all about because people, when you more than just smoke a cigar, when you get into it and you, when you learn a little about it and stuff, I think you, you, I believe there's no addictive quality to a, to a premium cigar. But what gets addictive is when you learn about it, you get educated about it. You really, everybody starts getting into cigars. And Chuck, who's the producer here, you know, he smoked a cigar now and then. But I'll tell you, he came in today and he's been doing the show now for about six months or so. Yeah. And he says, Dave, I really think I got addicted to cigars. I'm loving it. Loving, loving cigars. He actually had a list of uh, cigars to ask you about. Right. So uh, that's what ends up happening. So you got really, really into it. Uh, you hooked up with the, the folks at Oliva, and you uh, launched the Nub, and you launched the Cane, and uh, then you guys parted ways, and now we're, we're up to today, and um, you decided to come out with your own brand called what? It's well. It's the San Lucia Cigar Company is uh, actually my first company of any of, of any format, and uh, the cigar will be the debut. 
debut because it's your first solo debut of a cigar. I, I, I can't, you know, we're, we're smoking the, the canes and nubs here because I, I'll tell you, I look at a nub, I can only think of you when, when uh, that format came out. Uh, I remember looking at the cigar and, and really honestly saying this thing is going to be a flash in a pan. I don't think it's going to have any legs, but it was the most serious launch. You toured around for a couple of years at least. You were out there from store to store. You've seen the cigar stores. Everybody knows who you are at this point, um, which is um, great to see now you come out with your own company. And I think uh, immediately you're going to get uh, shelf space because uh, people know and like you. Well, I've definitely had a, had a blast uh, meeting people all over the, all over the country. And, uh, you know, I, I still try to keep in touch with them as, as often as I can through Facebook and whatever else. And, uh, the best thing is going back and seeing people that I've, I've seen for two, three years running because, you know, we, we kind of know each other. So uh, I, I, uh, just, to, just to correct you, I, I don't think uh, smoking uh, cigars is addictive. I think it's the, the lifestyle. I think it's the, the, the camaraderie. I, I think it's, uh, it's just the people of the industry that's addicting. It's, it's, uh, it's more of a hobby, not an addiction. You know, and I know a lot of people who have left the business, um, you know, they sold their companies out and they, they got out for one way or another. And then I'll tell you, you fast forward a year or so, the next thing you know, they're popping their head back in and they, they miss it so much. It's unlike any other business because it's such a relationship type of thing. All of a sudden you miss your friends which is what people become. I mean, I consider you a friend. And, and you know, other people I've met through the business that, um, you know, we broke bread and we, we had uh, a night together, watched a, um, a hockey game together or something and had a couple of drinks. And the next thing you know, oh, my God, he's leaving the business and stuff. And then I, I, I got the press release like everybody else last week, and I said, oh, my God, a big smile came on my face. I said, he's back. You know, and I'm seeing that's what's happening to a lot of people in this industry. If they get out for a short period of time, they miss it. Uh, I don't think it's it's about the money. I don't think it's about um, the business. I think they miss the relationship, which is what this whole cigar thing is all about. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. And I can't thank you enough for uh, opening up your uh, your closed shop to allow me to watch the Penguins uh, Stanley Cup playoff that day. So thanks again for that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think there was a Red Sox game on, or something was going on other than that. And uh, he said, you know, every, every bar and everything, nobody's playing it. You know, nobody cares up here. We care all of a sudden now because the Bruins are in the Stanley Cup. All of a sudden, everybody cares about hockey. But uh, over, since 72 or something, it's been pretty dead around here for hockey. But it's alive and well once again here in, in the New England area. But, um, we, yeah, we stayed in the I would need more than a couple of drinks to make it through an entire hockey game, though. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. It's boring. No. It's it, very boring. Last night, though, was a, it was a big deal. So uh, getting the Bruins back in and in. Anyway, you still loving hockey? I'm still loving hockey, and I was happy for the Bruins because they wear the black and gold, and that was about it. Yeah. So, with hey, it's going to be U.S. against Canada now. So you, everybody's got to be a Bruins supporter, I think. Uh, well, hopefully, anyway. No offense, Rudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a couple of friends up in Canada. Uh, they, they we hope no one on your team gets hurt when we destroy you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, why not talk a little crap? Anyway, so... Uh, Okay, so Dave, uh, if I may, one of the one of the chatters want to know uh, about a non compete clause. If he has any non compete clause, uh, I don't know if he wants to get into. You know, we really want to talk about the uh, the future. Sam, you want to say anything about that at all? It's it's really about what's going on right now. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited about this venture. Uh, excited about the blend. It's a uh, nice, uh, real oily Habano wrapper uh, grown in Ecuador uh, with uh, a filler of. 
Uh, Nicaraguan, uh, Honduran, and Santo Domingo tobaccos. Really excited about it. The, uh, I, I really wanted to get a nice, uh, I've always been attracted to a good oily wrapper so long as it delivers. And uh, this cigar has definitely uh, blown away my expectations. So I'm very excited about bringing it out to you guys and can't wait for you to see it. Sam, are you all done with the, the short format stuff? I, I, I wouldn't say I'm done with anything. All right. No, he's just Never. starting. He's <laughs> just starting. This is the debut. Well, for, for me, you know, I, I didn't know how, and uh, forgive me if I go too far with this, but, it, you know, you, the, the nub stuff did so well, uh, and that's kind of what your name is associated. So I didn't know if, as a cigar person, if you wanted to be typecast and just go short format again, you know, like an actor doesn't want to always do action roles. They want to do romance stuff sometimes or comedy. So I didn't know if it was the same with a cigar maker. He's got uh, uh, you, you, good, you went with the cigar, 60 ring gauges. Cigar. Right. It doesn't matter, right? You went with um, big ring gauges. We got uh, a 5 by 60 uh, which you call a double Robusto, a 7 by 60 a double church, and a Figurado, which will probably be the one I'll, I'll uh, tend to go for, which is 65 by 52 um, um, you, you're showing all the um, types of tobacco that you have in here, Nicaraguan, Honduran, Ecuador, and Santo Domingo, but uh, what country of origin is, the, uh, is where this is being made? Uh, the factory is, is in Honduras. Okay, so a Honduran-made cigar with a, with a four-tobacco uh, country blend, it looks like. Who, here. Uh, who's making this, Sam? I'll be releasing that uh, in the upcoming uh, weeks, but uh, for right now, uh, just not saying anything just yet. All right, keep that a secret. Um, but um, uh, I, I know you had um, very, very different um, approaches to different blends of tobacco when uh, you were making uh, or dealing with the, the other stuff in the past. Is, is there something unique about this, um, this uh, blend or strength? You know, are you going towards the full-bodied, uh, like the cane type of thing, or, or are we in the middle of the road? Where are you going to be? You know what? I, I, I wanted a cigar that's really uh, in, enjoyed by, by the masses and can be enjoyed, you know, daily and not, not something. Uh, it's, it's definitely medium to full. It's, it's full of flavor. Um, and, again, the wrapper really delivers. Uh, the filler really complements it well. Uh, so, no, it's, it's just a, a great uh, medium full cigar. I, I don't think uh, anyone would, would be disappointed in it. Okay, you're not going to knock knock the socks off anybody or anything. How about uh, are we gonna you're going to be into a, a limited release, um, limited production type of thing, or is this going to be an available cigar? Don't you know it's not a one one shot uh, brand or anything. It's going to be continuing to come out. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, I certainly uh, you know the the pre sales have been have been uh, overwhelming, and I, and I would believe uh, it looks like my first run. It looks to be sold out, uh, which is uh, sounds like a good thing, but it's it's kind of a difficult thing too because you want to meet that demand without you know sacrificing quality. Uh, so I definitely uh, not looking to do um, you know my cigars a limited uh, release. However, I am a big fan of uh, of collector cigars of, of of limited run things. I think they're fun. I enjoy collecting them. I have you know various uh, collections in, in my uh, you know my humidor. So something that I plan on doing, and uh, I plan on doing this uh, right out of the gate, is I'm going to definitely have collector and limited edition cigars. Uh, you won't be able to buy them. You'll only be able to find them. I'm going to hide one in a box here and there, and uh, they're going to be out there for anyone to grab. I, I don't, 
I don't want to put a big deal about you know having something that only certain stores can get or that it's hard to uh, hard to buy. I don't want to put prices on them. I'm gonna you're gonna get them. Uh, you can't buy it. You can only find it, and they'll be out there. Nice, nice. It's a, we, smiles came on our face as soon as you said that. Oh, imagine being the store owner and you open up the box and the middle cigar is just the random one. What's the play that you make? Do you sell that? Do you leave it there? Not tell anybody? Well, like how would how would you play that, David? Imagine open up the whole box, and it turns out to be a whole box of something that never came out. Very, very interesting. Uh, I don't think it's ever been done. Would that irritate the customer if I go in and buy, you know, I want to get Sam's debut, and I get some other random thing, and it was the whole box of something else? You know, it wouldn't be be the whole box. There would just be one. uh, It's looking to be like one in every 25 boxes, something like that, so. There's, uh, you know, when uh, there's a cigar that has plume on it in the store, and you see a guy uh, buys a box of cigars, and he opens it up, and the top layer is plume, and the guy will take it back in the store and say, yeah, I think these things were uh, overhumidified or something. They got all moldy and stuff like that. A smile comes on my face. I take it back, give him a new box, explain to him what it was so he ends up knowing, but you know that those are the sweetest, oh, best yeah. ones going, and the guy returns them. So They end up in your humidor upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> so if a guy comes back and says, you know, I got this odd cigar inside there, oh, I'll be happy to replace that with uh, a regular yeah. one. I don't know how that ended up happening. It's like giving back gold, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so that, that, that'll that be fun. That's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, are you going to shoot, shoot with that right off the bat, or are you going to hold that off uh, until you get um, – Regular production going? No, I'm looking to I'm looking to do that right off the bat. I, I uh, it's uh, it's definitely something I want to do. I I think it'll be a fun way to because I want to do a lot of uh, you know different things with, uh, with with cigars with blends and with sizes. And I think a great way to do that would be to to introduce them um, you know secretly in, in in random boxes and and trying to get the uh, get get the take of what people uh, you know what what people like about it. So instead of trying to just come out with something um, as a whole, I'll give everybody a chance to tell me what what they like and uh, and I'll hide it in there. Well, now uh, I know you were out on the road for a long, long time. You got to see the stores and you got to see the consumers and get feedback from them, which is fantastic. It's way better than uh, sitting in the ivory tower and uh, you know reading charts. You you heard directly from the store owners. You heard directly from the consumers. Is your plan as as the owner of the company now to go back out on the road, or are you going to leave that up to brokers and reps and things like that? I'm a road dog, and there's I miss so many of my my friends out there that there's no chance of me not uh, of me sitting behind a desk and letting things happen. I mean, you, you're gonna you're gonna if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen because I'm making it happen. And uh, I, I want uh, I definitely want to go out and meet everybody, be out there, and and do my thing. So I, I, that's uh, that's the, something I definitely plan on doing. Um, something I wanted to tell you about is uh, is the packaging for it. I'm not going with a traditional uh, wood box. And uh, what I'm doing is uh, it's going to be a uh, it's, it's a 100% recycled chipboard, thick cardboard. Uh, it's going to be you know a very attractive looking package, uh, but uh, it's made here in the U.S. And uh, the, the after doing a lot of research, uh, and, and I highly recommend people look at, look into this a little bit. But uh, you know a lot of the uh, a lot of the woods and the materials uh, made for made for cigar boxes and, and and really not just boxes by 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 any means but uh it's coming out of that rainforest in Honduras, Brazil, uh Nicaragua and uh, I I can proudly say that none of my boxes will be uh 
taken from, from the rainforest. So I can sleep at night knowing that I'm not responsible for one tree uh, down in the rainforest. So um, I, I don't propose to be green by any means, but uh, that's just uh, something that I'm proud of, and uh, I'm excited to, to say that they're made here in the U.S., made in, made in Ohio. Oh, no kidding. Well, it's, it's going to be interesting because the cigar industry, um, almost unlike most of the other industries, is such a copycat industry. I'm wondering how many people are going to jump on the bandwagon and start promoting the fact that they're green. Well, I, and, I hope and, everyone and, does. I hope everyone goes to a paper box made in the U.S. So I, 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 certainly, uh, I certainly hope others follow suit. Well, it, it's good. It's good. You know, they, they tend to be copycats anyway, so it'll be interesting if they end up doing the right thing and, and doing that anyway. I've been over to Honduras. I've seen that the erosion of the land that's over there um, because uh, nothing was replanted. They, they, they take from the, from the, uh, from the um, planet, and they don't replant, and there's mudslides, and people are dying, and it's a mess. And there is a problem. There's a serious problem. And uh, unfortunately, these beautiful cedar boxes that they make are thrown in a corner of a cigar store, and uh, you know, it, it's a shame. It's 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 such a waste. So, uh, for people that are interested, uh, or people that have general questions, uh, do you want to give out your email address and your uh, your website, Sam? Uh, the website is uh, samlaciacigarcompany.com, and uh, there's a link there for uh, for contact info, and that goes straight to me. Um, it would be Sam's debut, Sam's debut at Sam Lucia Cigar Co. Com. Okay, and, and Lassier is L-E-C-C-I-A, Sam, L-E-C-C-I-A, and that's how they can find you. And, um, you know, I, I went with the, uh, I got the press release like everybody else, but as a, as a retail cigar store and you're saying your cigars are just about sold out, I didn't know they were for sale. I hope to get, get in on it as a retailer, and let me put my different hat on. I definitely uh, want to give your cigars a try for sure, and uh, we as the Cigar Authority would love to sample that cigar when, when and if you have a, a sample for us to send along. David, it would be uh, my pleasure, and uh, I will certainly uh, do my best to, to get something out to you as soon as possible. And uh, I can't thank you enough for all your support and for your friendship. Well, I, I wish you nothing but the best. It's going to be fun watching you, Sam, uh, make it to the top. I know you will. You're, uh, you're an aggressive guy that uh, plans on winning, uh, and you'll do nothing but win. So uh, good luck with you, Sam. We're up against a break, but um, the best of luck to you, and we'll be following you and tracking you as things go on. Thanks so much, Dave. And, again, happy Memorial Day to everyone. And, again, uh, just a shout-out to our, to our veterans and fallen soldiers. Thank you. Thank you. So that's Sam Lucia, and Sam has Debut Cigars is going to be the brand, Debut, and uh, we're going to look forward to that probably coming uh, maybe a month or so from now. So I hear James Brown, so that means uh, we're up against the break. We're going to be back, and we're going to uh, tell you the story about Don Papine being sued and what's going to happen with his cigars, and we're going to smoke the new Zeno when we come back. So stick around, folks. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. 
The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money, they'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. WWZN Boston. The Terriers of Boston University are the national champions. Your home for Boston University men's hockey and men's basketball. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. 
Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Here's Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And with that, on the Cigar Authority. Live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. If you want to stop by and uh, say hi, it's Memorial Day weekend. Everybody's at the beach. Come on by, take Route 95 to exit 1, first exit into New Hampshire. Take a right, and we're about a half a mile down on the left-hand side. Take a left, and we're half a mile down on the left-hand side. If you take a right, you can actually circumnavigate the globe, and then we will eventually be on the right. right. So we're a left and a left, and um, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Uh, You're listening to the Cigar Authority. This is a radio show about cigars and what guys talk about in cigar stores and things like that. We do it live from a cigar shop every single week because, frankly, they won't let us smoke We're in the United States, but they will not let us smoke in the studio, so we have to do it on location every single week. So this week, here we are at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Yes. Smoky Ovaltine. Okay, so you're That's smoke- the flavor that I'm getting from my cigar. Smoky, Smoky Ovaltine. Ovaltine. I love Ovaltine. Not, not in milk. Just if you take a spoon of Ovaltine and you just put it in your mouth as the powder yeah. and chew it up, that with a little bit of smokiness to it. That's what I'm tasting. So sweet too. There's what, a little sweetness. What we're smoking here is Studio Tobacco, which is the Oliva Cigar Company, and they came out with limited releases. Actually, not even limited releases. You can't buy it. You only get it on their tour that they're going around uh, showing off their new Corvette. And when you buy a box, you get the six pack of unreleased cigars. You have a cigar that will never ever be released. And what do you what, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, it's very very powerful, uh, but not in the flavor side of things it's just uh you know i'm a little dizzy a little lightheaded it's got a lot of nicotine uh it's got great flavor chocolatey smoky for some reason they they have only so much tobacco they said they can never make that that specific one you are smoking chuck you're smoking the nub habano correct and that is in a perfecto size that they have never made before you like that i like it dave what surprises me is how long this has been lasting i'm not even halfway through it yeah an hour you wish that's what she said yeah (laughs) (laughs) that that's what uh that's the story of nub and we had uh sam lachier on who uh introduced us to nub three years ago it was it's been a phenomenon uh made by, by the oliva uh folks and uh i was i'm smoking the nub san andreas maduro uh nub uh typically doesn't come with a mexican wrapper on it cane does mm. i actually love the cigar really oh, wow. i hope they come out with it because that is actually delicious i i was worried about it was going to be too overpowering uh because everything in this pack is is pretty full-bodied but boy that is delicious and i would say medium-bodied love it Love the cigar, and it's a shame to put it down, but we have to because we have to move on to the next cigar, which is a brand-new cigar. Um, Hasn't even been released yet. Hasn't been released yet. Um, Zeno, uh, we know um, Zeno Davidoff, uh, the company Davidoff. They have a brand, Zeno, and they have different lines of Zeno. This is a new one um, called Z-Class, and this is Zeno amping it up is what they call it, and uh, this is how they sent the samples in. They're very, very... um, 
classy organization. And inside uh, the, the, the beautiful packaging for a single cigar, by the way, uh, is, a, is a book. What? Hang on a second. That's a single? A single cigar. That's how a single comes. Jeez, just for wow. just for our sampling purposes. Oh, okay, all right. That... Uh, the the, the uh, brochure that's in it is is like a automobile. You know, if you're buying a new car, right? Um, yeah. Not not just any car. You're not going to get this with a Honda. No, no. <laughs> this is something with like you find at a Lexus. And, and do you see the packaging, the silver box packaging oh, that, yeah. it, that it's going to be? I mean, this thing is going to be. You think uh, that's aluminum? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And the sizes are the. Uh, These 550R. Artsy, fartsy pictures on the inside with all the neon yeah. colors. The 546P. You know, I think they're trying to market to younger people with this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the, the colors and things like that, for that sure. Was me being sarcastic. But, 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 you know, even, you know, check this last page here when they, they're showing, um, you know, like what comes with it and strength and things. It's it's absolutely an automobile. It's got like Porsche written all over it. Yeah. Or Ferrari, that that caliber. It's yeah, really... I would say I would say certainly a Ferrari. So inside uh, is a little pouch where you would find your owner's manual, I guess. And um, now they tell me that and I got three cigars here, I believe. Um, they tell me that depending on the size is different strengths of your cigar. So hopefully we went with the smallest one at this point because uh, I don't know if I can handle any more strength. <laughs> well, let's look here. Um, I think it's in the brochure. Uh, let's look at strengths in the back. While you dig around and look, I'm going to just call oh, out ahead. the radio stations and, uh, so we don't break any rules. Shut up. We are broadcasting right now on four AM radio stations up here in New England. Uh, we broadcast on WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua. We have WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. We are also video streaming on Ustream.tv. And we are podcasting, hosted by Podbean.com. And on demand for your listening and viewing pleasure, always at thecigarauthority.com. That is when... One of us remembers to press record. Okay, and we have press record, so we're all set. Um, okay, the Corona in the Pyramid are the spicy, fuller-bodied ones, and the Robusto and Toro are more creamy and smooth, is what they say here. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> so I have one Robusto and two Pyramids here. So I'm going to give Chuck the Robusto. You are a very, very kind man, sir. Aren't I nice for that? And we're going to have the uh, little torpedoes here. Uh, or they call them pyramids. They're 5 by 46. That's 5 inches long, 46 ring gauge, kind of thin. You know, a typical cigar is about a 50 ring gauge. A, a ring gauge is a 64th of an inch. So 64 by 64th. Actually, I was smoking a 64 ring gauge on that nub, and that is a full inch. Every time you talk about ring gauges, it makes me remember the time that you were wrong. That's true. When I said about, circumference instead yeah. of... Uh, you're going to hang that over my head forever, huh? Pretty much forever. Well, it's, well because it's, it doesn't happen much. So not, enjoy it is it. not often that you're wrong. Yeah. Did, so. you, did you move my lighter? Uh, we have we have the um, the burner here if you'd like to uh, partake in the Alec Bradley burner, which I love, this tabletop lighter. Um, Found it. Okay, you got it. Um, yeah, this has a little torpedo end to it, a little uh, short so when pyramid. you were a uh, when you were a disc jockey, did yeah. you ever have promoters selling tickets for you? 
two events, or were you, did you take care of everything yourself? <laughs> you know me. All right, because I'm you know, I the do. problem that I've been running into for this boat party is uh, I had promoters, some of them taking as many as 20 tickets and saying, no problem, I'm all set. One of my biggest promoters took 30 tickets, guaranteeing me he was going to sell them out, and he's going to show up with his whole crew. Well, he gets a job two weeks ago and on today. Yeah. And so he returns all 30 tickets. Oh, no. So I was I was at uh, roughly 30 tickets left, or I thought. Now you have and 60. He, and he returns 30 tickets and says, I'm sorry, I got hired. And I really, I can't hold it against him. He wasn't getting paid to promote for me. He was doing it as a favor. So as a DJ, I understand well, he got the job. So. so what kind of favor did he do you? Because you would have promoted a little harder to get rid of the last 60 if you thought you had it and have to really work it, but you didn't do it. So so the key to that is what I did was I, I printed extra tickets knowing that something like that would happen. So I never, I personally, I never stopped pushing. Okay. So when he gave me back the tickets, it was like, okay, now I really have 90 sold. So now it's time to do another full-scale push. And I ran a couple promotions and unloaded 25 tickets that night. Okay. And... I'm back to uh, 35 tickets or so left. Well, the key is, say you want to give him a couple of tickets. You say, here, buy these 10 tickets. I'll give you one for free for yourself or whatever, or buy get this or whatever. Make them buy it up front or something, because if they're not committed into it, what have we learned? Anyway, uh, he must be a young guy that um, doesn't... Uh, He's 36. I wouldn't really? say young. Really? Okay. Whatever. He is to me because I'm an old dude. Anyway, uh, so this is the um, Zeno Z-Class. A new full-bodied cigar is coming out. The uh, Platinum Z-Class Series. Stronger than the Zeno Platinum Crown Scepter Series. The Z-Class draws an intense power from the Dominican Republic. Peruvian binder. Wrapper. A, uh, Someone else uses a Peruvian no, they have a Peruvian wrapper on the Villiger. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And a hardy Nicaraguan Honduran filler. So this is a four-country blend right here. Um, it comes outfitted in a sleek black band and packaged in a streamlined brush metal tins. This sounds like an automobile, right? <laughs> four sizes, the uh, 654T, the Toro measuring uh, 5 and 7 eighths by 54. The 550R is 4 and 7 eighths by 50. Um, the 546P, which is what the pyramid was smoking now at five and a quarter by 46, and the 643C, five and an eighth by 43. This is the fullest bodied Xeno Platinum to date, said brand manager Rick Critic. Um, each size and shape has a different strength. I have a flavor right off the bat. What do you got? A whole wheat toast with. Butter, real butter, and honey <laughs> melted in, 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 and you you take a bite out of it before the toast gets soggy. Like you really, really toast it good, and you put the butter on and a little bit of honey on it, and you take a bite. Pat, you got to get past the crust though. Take off the crust. Take the crust off. The crust changes kid. the flavor. Okay. The, just the middle of a whole wheat bread with honey, honey, and real butter, right on the light. I mean, my mouth my mouth started watering immediately. That was the vision that I had. I'm a big toast guy. I love toast. Yeah? I love toast. How do you have your toast? Butter? Butter. Yeah, there's, there's no, none of that fake stuff on my toast. <laughs> I didn't uh, know if you were a jam and toast guy or... No, just toast and butter. Love it. 
Dave, where, how do these? Uh, where are these in value? How much are these selling for? They are ranging in price from eight dollars to twelve dollars. So they're going up in strength, down in price. Down in price. Wow. Far That's less expensive compared to other Zeno Platinum cigars. Mm. Z Class is made in the Dominican Republic. Zeno is made at the Davidoff factory. It's Hendrik Kellner that handles Davidoff, and um, this is uh, them relaunching them the Zeno name. So we'll see um, how well that goes. Zeno Davidoff um, is Davidoff cigars, uh, the the top of the line premium mild cigars. They have. Uh, Reinvented themselves with a Zeno, making it full-bodied. So we'll see where that goes. Typically, a Davidoff smoker likes a mild, smooth cigar. This is not full-bodied. No? I don't think so. I'd put this at medium, not even medium plus. Straight medium. How are you, Chuck? Stronger than I than I anticipated, to be and honest. He's smoking the milder one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you, well, you guys actually, this is probably the reason, because I just smoked that powerhouse right there. Okay. And so to me, this is like... This is a regular Davidoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does matter. Uh, I still would put it at medium, though. I don't know I'm, if I would I'm smoking the exact than. same one that you're smoking, and, and, and it's not too powerful for me yet. And I don't like the powerful stuff. Yeah. It's not too powerful yet, but toasty is a good thing. I don't know about the butter and stuff yet, but toasty. I have a better palate than you do. It's to We've no proven way. that over and over. Eh, you make up some of the stuff. There's no way you come up with all <laughs> I had a phone conversation <laughs> with somebody that uh, just kind of called me at random. They heard the number on the the uh, commercial, and so I think I'm getting a call because someone wants to hire me as a DJ. They want to talk cigars with me, so I humor them, and I'm talking to them, and they say, there's no way that you are what you say you are, a rookie cigar smoker. I'm not like, anymore. You're, well, you're certainly I'm, not. I'm not anymore, but starting on the show, yeah. from the beginning, yeah. you knew me as a customer. Yeah. I would come in every couple of months, and I'd buy a single cigar. I was yeah. not smoking all the time. You know, I'd come in and hang out on a Sunday if I had nothing going on. David, but, I, we were talking about that before the show, Jonathan. Same thing's happened to me now. Yeah. You know? This is it. And not only just the cigar part of it, talking with the guys and right. shooting the baloney. Johnny Light is here. Bruins? Bruins are going to the Stanley Cup. Johnny's a big um, Bruins fan. I was thinking of you last night. Obviously a very patient man. You can sit there and watch hockey. Where's the playoff beard, man? You need the playoff beard going on. Beard? Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's just a thing. It is? You, yeah. you stop shaving when you hit the playoffs? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's got a, right. he's got got a job. job. He's got a job. So let me tell you about Zeno Davidoff, what I find interesting. Uh, born March 11, 2006 in Russia, uh, present-day Ukraine. Um, he's the eldest uh, of four children, uh, born from cigar merchant Henry Davidoff. So his father was a cigar guy. Uh, moves to Switzerland in the 30s. Um, Runs his uh, parents' shop, and um, in the, he, uh, this guy could, you know, in those days, I mean, he was a visionist. He invented the first humidor. We, we, call, we call ourselves visionaries. Visionaries? Thank you. Not visionist? Not a visionist. You couldn't see him. He disappears. No? Anyway, uh, he invented the first desktop humidor because... He wanted his cigars to stay fresh in his house. Typically, you'd go into the cigar store that kept their cigars fresh and get the cigars, but when you, once you take them home, they start getting worse. So everybody needs a humidor. I tell that to everybody. Guy comes in, says, like you were, I'd smoke a cigar every once in a while, every few months and stuff. You need a humidor. I smoke five cigars a day. If I buy a box of cigars, it lasts me five days. I don't need a humidor. You need a humidor. Mm -hmm. You're smoking... The, the guy that smokes the least amount of cigars, he, he gets a box of cigars as a gift. It's going to last them a long time. Those cigars are going to dry out. They're going to be gross. So anyway, 
Zeno invents the desktop humidor. Hmm. In 1970, this is a cigar store owner. He owns a store. His father passes away. He keeps the store going. Um, he's got a small but very successful store in Geneva, Switzerland. And um, a company comes to him and says, we want to buy you out, and we want to own the name Davidoff, because he had his own cigar brand, Davidoff. So uh, we want to buy you out um, and take the Davidoff brand everywhere. So they buy him out. In those days, Davidoff was made in the 70s in Cuba. And uh, it's interesting what um, Zeno Davidoff, in 1967, he approached um, um, the country of Cuba, Fidel Castro, and says, I want to make a, a cigar brand in this country. He makes it. Um, and through the 70s, he, he, he uh, has the brand going. It gets very popular. They buy him in a store out, and they take on the Davidoff name. But he stays on to run the Davidoff store um, up until the day he dies. Um, but in the, um, what year was it? In August 1989, um, he found that the cigars coming out of Cuba, the Davidoff cigars coming out of Cuba, was subpar. He was very, very unhappy with them. He was so unhappy with them that he got 100,000 cigars and had a bonfire with them. Burnt them all. I would say that that is a sign of unhappiness. He, he, he did not want that cigar to be anybody to light it. He was just disgusted with the quality control of the Cuban cigars. Lights them all on fire. Moves, uh, uh, moves production to the Dominican Republic where they can make better cigars. And since then, um, all cigars, Davidoff cigars, Zeno cigars, have been made in the Dominican Republic. because He was, he just, was able to do that even though he didn't own the company? Yes. Yeah, he didn't want the quality. He ended up doing it, and he had sold out the company by then and uh, had the forest fire and uh, burned them all, and that was it. Uh, since then, um, uh, Davidoff has been a huge success. It's not available in every store, Davidoff. but actually They, they can choose what stores they're going to be That's right. In. They, they want to make sure, actually, and we're one of the uh, stores that carry Davidoff, but they come in and they check your humidor. They make sure your humidification is properly clean. The store has to be clean, proper humidification. Everything has to be right because they don't want somebody to leave with a bad Davidoff. It has to be kept perfect. Uh, you must have their accessories. You must have their um, um, humidors and all their stuff. So anyway, now uh, they've had the Zeno brand out there for a while. Never had the big accolades as the Davidoff brand itself. Hmm. This is now them amping up and saying, okay, we're going to go to the full-bodied market, which is not the Davidoff customer. It's a Zeno customer and his full-bodied. We're finding it not to be all that full-bodied. Maybe, like you said, You've been uh, kind of punished on your first cigar. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. But, uh, you know, I'm smoking the same cigar as you. Medium. Not, me, medium. Medium at best so far. It's yeah. early on. And this is supposedly the fuller-bodied um, format. What one. do you think his nickname was? You think people just called him Z? I mean, Zeno is already a short name. The Z-Man. <laughs> I mean, any nickname is going to be longer than what his real name is. Nah, he was Zeno, and I've I've had customers actually that he have was met a him. Jerk. I never had the, the Zeno the Mino. I mean, there's no there's no how real you, nickname. Do, Z. Who cares? I guess you I call him know. Z. 
He died in 94. I didn't get to meet him. He died at 87. He's a guy that smoked a lot of cigars a day, too, and uh, dies at 87. And um, they say a nice man and a very, very good cigar retailer, that uh, he was the guy dressed up in a suit every day, standing at his front door of his retail shop and greet people. He was more of a greeter than anything else. I was, uh, I was uh, I'm not going to say where because I don't want people to know where I was, but um, I was in a cigar shop yesterday. Oh, you was. cheated on me! I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like. I, I do enjoy going into cigar shops. Specific. I mean, you can go into any cigar shop and get the standard stuff. You can get your Camachos and your whatever, Cusanos or whatever. So, but I'm interested in store brands. So I wanted to try a new kind of store brand. I was in this town, and so I see the thing, and I go in, and it is a pigsty in there. Please don't say. What you I want. won't say. Yeah. <laughs> the carpet's not vacuumed. There are stains on the floor. It is dark. It's dingy. It smells bad. That the chairs are in bad repair. I'm just like, this is. So I get a cigar, a couple of them, and I go up and I pay at the register and I say, you know, I know a guy that can clean the carpets and make them oh, look like God, you. Oh God, you didn't. And so you told him how you could clean the. Carpets. So the guy says, well, I, I feel the same way, but my boss, the owner, doesn't. He actually likes the dirtiness of it. Likes the dirtiness. I love to be. I, Sitting around and I couldn't stay in the shop and smoke the cigar because it was disgusting. Please don't say where you were. <laughs> no shopkeepers, no, you know who you are. No clean your stores. On that guy either. Yeah, clean your stores Rip for jeans. God's sakes, my goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, so a lot going on in the cigar business. A lot of things happening. Um, one thing I want to talk about is uh, this Don Papine Garcia lawsuit. And as I said earlier, uh, Frank Herrera, which is CigarLaw.com, I called him up. Uh, I said, geez, I heard about this. He knew all about it, of course, uh, although there was nothing on his website about it. And he says, I don't know if I want to touch this one with a 10-foot pole. Uh, he says, you know, he knows the, the players. He actually, in fairness, I, I called him a chicken before, and I'm sorry, Frank. You're not a chicken. He does work for a lot of these companies, and so he can't. Yeah, you know, there's rules to lawyers. He can't be the media and be the yeah. lawyer at the same time. He has to really pick and choose when he's going to play the media game and when he's going to be the lawyer, which is his job. So Right, he gets paid for. So. In fairness, I apologize, Frank. So he, he backed off anyway. But let me give you a, a little uh, rundown of the story of what this is. And you guys know Don Pepin Garcia Cigars. Um, they have the My Father Cigar Factory in, in the brand My Father. They have um, make the cigars for Tatuaje, Pete Johnson. Uh, they make lots of stuff from the, for the folks at Ashton, including the San Cristobal and La Roma de Cuba. They make a lot of stuff. They're a lot of great, great cigars. And I had the pleasure of meeting um, Pepin Garcia many, many years ago when traveling through Nicaragua. I went and saw the folks up at Tropical. Um, they, uh, Eduardo Fernandez... The owner of the tobacco leaf giant Aganoso, Aganosa, SAs. Um, and um, they make uh, arguably the best, grow the best tobacco leaf uh, up in Nicaragua. And it is about a, let's say, three hours away from anything. You know, uh, going up to see them was um, the, the, the hell ride of, uh, that I've ever been on. Um, it was off-road for three hours. Cliffs thought, on the side? Bad. Really bad. And, and people have been it really always, hurt. It always seems like in those situations where you're, you would already be nervous if you were driving yourself, you end up with the driver from Ghost Dad. You ever seen that movie with Bill Cosby? No, no. He ends up getting in a taxi, taxi cab with a guy who actually worships Satan. 
and he the guy's looking behind him while he's driving for a mile and talking I, to I him. I missed that one, I guess. Oh, to... It's your kind of movie. Really? You have to see Bill Cosby's Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad, okay. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, it's it's really out there. Uh, so you end up with a psycho driver, like driving like 100 miles an hour well, on these roads, whipping me, around. You can't drive 100 miles an hour. This is off-road stuff. And uh, the, the, the joke is, it isn't in the middle of nowhere, but you can see it from there. It is really nowhere. I mean, you drive and drive and drive. The oddest thing was going about an hour and a half into nowhere. I mean, you saw nothing. And all of a sudden, there was a Coca-Cola sign painted on the bricks in the middle of nowhere. So some marketing guy went out in the middle of no- This is it. I mean, it, there's only a few people that ever saw this, and, and I was one of them. But anyway, after you get three hours into it, lush tobacco fields, uh, fantastic. And this is uh, Eduardo Fernandez uh, Aganoso field, Aganosa Fields out there. And um, I had the pleasure of meeting what they called uh, a top um, uh, in, in the part of um, where you're um, getting the tobacco leaves and fermenting them. This guy was the top guy that did this, and it was uh, Pepin Garcia. So uh, I talked with him through a um, – he doesn't speak English even still – but um, through a, uh, what word am I looking for? Interpreter. Interpreter, thank you. And um, Dave's a man of many words. <laughs> many words. And, they all uh, happen to be, uh, right. uh. So uh, Papin uh, is is the top guy there. And fast forward a uh, maybe a year or two later, Papin Garcia has his own little uh, factory, if that's what you want to call it, with 10 rollers, a little place in Miami, 10, 10 little rolls and a little, little... Uh, that someone fronted the money for. That apparently that the people from uh, um, Eduardo Fernandez's place actually partnered up with him. Papine wanted to go to... And what are you supposed to say that this is um, so we don't get ourselves in trouble? This is hearsay or this is... <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly is the word I'm nice. looking for. <laughs> this is the alleged story that I have heard that Papin wanted to come to America, so Eduardo Fernandez fronted them all the money for him to open this bodega, which is a little cigar factory in Miami, for Papin to make Don Papin Garcia cigars. And his partner, 50% partner, would be Eduardo Fernandez, and they co-owned it. Allegedly. Yeah, this is all alleged. Now... Papin gets up and running, and he starts making a private label for Pete Johnson, which is Tatuaje. Tatuaje gets all the ratings, all of a sudden gets to, be a, up. gets to be a big popular cigar, and these 10 rollers can't handle the production because even Papin Garcia's cigars get very popular, can't handle the production. So allegedly, Papin says, we need a bigger factory. So they open up a factory in Nicaragua. That again, Eduardo Fernandez funds 100% and partners with Papine, and now they have this factory in Nicaragua where now they're making lots and lots, mil- millions of cigars. And one of the brands is Tatuaje, along with Papine Garcia and all these other cigars, because everybody's going to them. Everybody wants a cigar made by using... John Papine. He's the new rock star. Right. Rock star and, roller. And this tobacco was outstanding. Mm. So now. Um, all of a sudden, Papine announces that there's a new cigar factory. When a story takes longer than 10 minutes, I don't think you can use the words all of a sudden. Okay. For the record. 
you're interrupting me, and you, I'm trying not to get myself in, in any uh, sticky situation here anyway. So a new factory is, is made called, this was just about a year and a half ago, new factory called the My Father Cigar Factory. Jeremy Source came on to tell us about that Okay, a year ago. So allegedly, this cigar factory, which I always thought was Don Pepin's cigar factory, from what I hear now is it's Don Pepin's wife. Don Pepin's son and Don Pepin's daughter's cigar factory. Who is Co- 16. And she's not 16, but she's young. And it's called My Father's Cigar Factory. And then all of a sudden, lots of cigar brands are being made there. And I drove by the factory. I never had the pleasure of going inside, but I'll tell you, it's the most beautiful. It looks like a um, hotel. Mm. And the grounds are beautiful, and it's in the middle of where it isn't beautiful. You know, it's a rough, rough area of Nicaragua, and all of a sudden there's this beautiful castle. Jeremy they, told us a story about he had stepped in some mud or something, and so he, you know, stomped his feet outside the, the door, yeah. and he walked inside for two seconds and came out, and the mud that he had just kicked off his shoes was gone. That was the story that he told us then. Okay. I mean, that's how beautiful it is. It's beautiful. Immaculately, immaculately kept. So now they're making lots and lots of cigars in this new My Father Cigar Factory, and apparently some of the cigar brands that were made in the Fernandez Garcia Factory, which were, they were partners with, jumped ship and went to the My Father Cigar Factory, where apparently Don Pepin owns 100% of it, or what I thought owned 100%, but really his, his wife and daughter and son own 100% of that factory. So the Fernandez people have a problem with that because that was their client that they were getting 50% of. Now they get none of it, and Pepin gets all of it. So they they cry. Well, that's what it appears is right. happening. This is Again, this is all hearsay. This is a lawsuit. So Fernandez says, okay, I'm not going to supply you with the premium tobacco that I was giving you. Therefore... Um, lots of their brands now are made, the blends are a little different. They're not using Nicaraguan wrapper, uh, which they're most known for, uh, Fernandez is most known for. And the um, all of a sudden there's a big problem with the Garcia um, Fernandez company. Yep. And Pepin, with his new My Father factory, is not getting the tobacco they need. They're out of tobacco because it was Fernandez that was supplying right. even that factory. And um, what, where are we standing at this point? You have Fernandez, which is calling um, Pepin Garcia uh, basically greedy. You want 100% of it so that um, you kind of squeeze us out. You're getting 100% of the sale of the thing, which really belongs to us. And you're getting... Papine side that say they're doing this out of spite because I'm the popular guy everybody wants to go with, and you're now spiting me and not giving me the tobacco I need to do this. So Fernandez is suing Garcia. I haven't heard of a countersuit yet that's going on, but what's in jeopardy now, this is the long story to get to the jeopardy of what's happening, is Papine doesn't have the tobacco to make the same blends that he was making before. And Fernandez has the tobacco, but he doesn't have the clients he had before. Everything's a mess because allegedly somebody wants it all. 
which mm. is Garcia. What does this mean? Well, you know, this has been going on, I guess, for a while. All of a sudden, the press release came out this week telling the story. This has been happening apparently since 2008, uh, in July of 2008, when the My Father factory uh, got set up and, and all of a sudden... Uh, um, Everybody starts getting mad about this. You're talking about 8 million cigars a year total. 8 million cigars a year are in jeopardy. The trial is set for November, and um, the only person I would really want to talk to about this would be Papine himself. Yeah, get it from the horse's mouth. Uh, the problem is he doesn't speak English, and I would need to be sitting with him with the interpreter in order to do it, so I did not reach out to them. And in fairness to uh, the other side, I purposely did not reach out to Fernandez uh, to get his side of the story. I'm just telling you what appears to be the story, according to Cigar Aficionado. Why don't we uh, take a break, and then we can come back and discuss this further, because I, I have some uh, thoughts myself on it, uh, an experience that I had that's similar to this okay. with a DJ, and we can... Okay, we so can work through it. And, uh, let's see take what... a break. When we come back, we're going to tell you about a lot of events and promos coming out, including a big thing coming up next week that we're going to be live with. And uh, we got Nick Perdomo coming up, the Berlin Wall, and lots more. And we'll tell you about the Yuck Cruise again. So stick around, folks. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Come by and say hi. It's Memorial Day weekend. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Fleur de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune. 
and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more but it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. You're on a boat. Mr. Jonathan has bo his boat cruise tonight. Go ahead, say it one last time. Can you, can you turn me down, Chuck, because this thing is riding hot. Riding hot. Turn my iPod down. You're listening Thank to you. the Cigar Authority, and uh, we were talking about uh, the Don Pepin Garcia lawsuit. Uh, the show's flying by. i got so it much is to talk about. By. But anyway, your feelings of... Uh, of the lawsuit, it looks to me like greed versus jealousy. What do we have here? I had a I had a disc jockey work for me, and the deal that I have with all my disc jockeys is they're subcontractors. They're responsible for their own equipment. They're responsible for their own insurance. Not all of them have their own equipment, so they're welcome to rent it from me. Okay. If I send a disc jockey out on a job, yeah, and he's working the job, every referral that comes into him, I get a piece of the action of because he is working on my job that I sent him out on. Sure. Now, if he wants to rent my equipment and go do his own gigs, he's welcome to do that. Sure. And whatever referrals come in on his gigs belong to him because he's just renting my equipment. So so he's on your gig, and somebody comes up to him and says, oh, you were a real good, good disc jockey. I want you to use you for my daughter's Sweet 16 party. Absolutely. He's welcome to do the Sweet 16 party, but I get a piece of the action because that was my referral that I gave him. He's That's a, how he got the job. That's how he got the job. So... Uh, I had this one disc jockey that was taking referrals repeatedly, 
And the only way I found out about it were these are my customers saying, oh, I had ex-DJ working on this Sweet 16 birthday party. And I would say, well, really? How, how could he find out in the first place? How could he possibly get that job? How, you know, how did you hire him, whatever? Okay, so so taking that to the, to the cigar industry, Don Pepine ends up working for partners with Eduardo Fernandez and Pete Johnson hmm. makes Tatuaje. That becomes the customer of theirs together because yes. they're partners. And now uh, Pepin opens up the My Father factory, and Pete Johnson jumps over to the My Second Father and makes I, all new brands there. I would have a problem with that. Now, if, if, let's say, Chuck decides he wants to come out with a cigar and he contacts My, my father, father and says, I want you to make cigars, I feel like that would be cool. Don Pepin's customer. All right. Mm -hmm. But if you switch someone like Pete Johnson over, you brand switch them so that you get 100% of the money, for me... If that's what happened, and I'm not saying it is because this yeah, is all hearsay. Right. If that's what happened, I think that's kind of a dirtbag move. I got. I got to agree. I agree with you on it. That's where, where I'm. I'm headed too. So and, there's two sides of the story. Like, it's anyway, like playing telephone. You know, we we could be getting the story wrong, and and we apologize if we are. This is just the way the story has come to our attention. Uh, I, I got the information from Cigar Insider, which is owned by Cigar Aficionado, and they don't take sides either. And I don't want to take sides. I know both players in it, and uh, you know. I, I, I wish they just shake hands and make great cigars and keep going what what they were doing because uh, in in reality a half a loaf of bread, right, is better than no loaf of bread, right. And so, right now, as good as Pepin is, if he's not getting the tobacco, he's not making cigars, right. So, so there's what the problem is for sure. Um, all right. Um, some folks on the chat box are talking about Maryland. I'll quickly tell you what's happening in Maryland. Maryland is a state that just enacted a law as of May 1st that do not allow cigars to be shipped into that state to the consumer. It can be shipped into a retail store, but it can't go to the consumer. Frankly, the state wants their money. So what happens is, uh, by law anyway, when you buy cigars mail order, and you have a, you're in a tax state that has tax. Maryland, for instance, which is 30% tax. When you, as a Maryland resident, buy cigars mail order, what you're supposed to do is then, on your income tax at the end of the year, say, I bought so many cigars, cost this much money, $100 worth of cigars. I then owe 30%, $30 to the state of Maryland, and you're supposed to add it to your taxes and send it in. We know that nobody does that. And Maryland knows that nobody does that. We know that about 50% of all cigars sold in the United States are sold via mail order to beat the tax. Those are the facts. Uh, I'm a mail order company myself. We sell via mail order also. The bulk of our mail orders sells in tax states, states that have tax. There's only three states that don't have tax, and that's Pennsylvania, Florida, and right here in New Hampshire. There's no tax. So people in New Hampshire... Uh, you know, you can drive to New Hampshire and you can buy cigars in New Hampshire and not pay the tax. Again, you're supposed to put it on your taxes. I'd, I'd like to know, know the list of people that ever do. It's got to be none. You can buy them via mail order. Um, at that point, there is a way via UPS or via your credit card statements for the, the state to figure that out and you get yourself in trouble. Which I, I, I have a problem with that to begin with. I, I won't get an easy pass, for example, because I don't want Big Brother in my car with me right. knowing, you know, originally the easy pass was just to go through the tolls and be an easy, quick way to tell that you went through and pay the, the toll. Sure. Now they're clocking how fast you're going through the toll, how often you're going, 
where you're going. Oh, it's bad. They're, and, they're, and they're extrapolating. They actually have uh, computer algorithms that are trying to predict the reason that you might be crossing through that toll for uh, business purposes or if it's so many times a day. You know. All right. We understand. They, they're watching you. And, oh, you're just going to cut me off. That's like it. That. Yeah. All right. Hey. We've got a lot to get to. Anyway, the uh, state of Maryland um, has enacted, as of the first person to ever do this, um, enacted no cigars. Any mail order company can be shipped into that state. We already have heard that the uh, state of Texas looks like uh, it's lined up to be the second. They're trying mm-hmm. to make that into law, and this thing could snowball, and then no mail order happens within the states. Um, what I think is going to end up happening is there will be mail order within states that, that they'll allow it to happen, but they'll make you be a licensed dealer within that state. Therefore, they can you, collect an extra fee from the mail order company. Not the you know a hundred dollar fee or something is not what they're looking for. They're looking for the hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars in taxes. You got the state of New York with seventy five percent tax. People in New York are buying their cigars mail order or going into Pennsylvania to save seventy five percent. It's dramatic. Mm. So, you know, what is the feeling of this? i got to imagine the retailers of Maryland are probably somewhat applauding it because their business is going to be saved. Sure. They're losing out. It's not a level playing field for them. In the end, brick-and-mortar stores are what drives the industry anyway. So if you did do away with the mail order, I can see that being good for the cigar industry, although it's not good for industry. I I hate the government doing anything to anybody. I agree with that. This is where the problem lies. I feel terrible for the the store owners in Maryland um, that uh, were at such a disadvantage, and now it's a level playing field is all it is. Um, But that's not why the government's doing it, to make it a level playing No, they're field. doing it because they want their money. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a sticky situation, and again, it's, it's like the um, Fernandez-Garcia story that, you know, I know players in, in both. You know, I know the mail-order guys. I'm one of them myself. And I know the re- lot of retailers in Maryland who I like very much, and I feel bad for them. It's, it's, a, it's an odd situation, and we, we got some mail-order companies that are going to spend millions of dollars to try to fight it and make it um, illegal, you know, unconstitutional or whatever it is so we'll see where it where it goes there um i want to mention the berlin wall next saturday um the berlin wall comes to two guys smoke shop in salem where we're going to uh, do the show live when when i when I tell you a piece of berlin wall this is a 15 foot giant piece um cut out of the berlin wall it's historic. You're talking millions of dollars. The guy that painted it could only do it in uh, two-minute segments by the light of a full moon only. Yeah, it, it, it's really something, and you want to see a bit of history. Um, Friday, it's going to be a two-guy smoke shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, all day Friday. That's this Friday, June 3rd, and next Saturday, June 4th. We'll be there live with the Berlin Wall. We'll smoke, obviously, Berlin Wall cigars. Eric Hansen will be on, and if you want to stop by, it's going to be free barbecue. They're going to bring chefs in. They're going to barbecue food and stuff outdoors with the Berlin Wall, and it's free food. Come in, buy a cigar, please, and uh, show your appreciation to Eric Hansen for uh, bringing this uh, bit of history to us. There'll be people there that will explain to you, teach you all about it and stuff. Um, it's, it's a big deal. There's also, won't there be another radio station there broadcasting? Another radio station. We won't tell you who they yeah. are. but if They're on the FM dial. Nobody listens to FM. It's all about AM nowadays, right? Exactly. Here FM is dead, folks. Yeah. AM. Internet, internet, guys. Internet. Right. And, and the internet, right? Um, and the following week, uh, June 
June 17th, Father's Day week, we're going to have Nick Perdomo up. And uh, we're going to have him on the Cigar Authority on um, that's the day be, before that's gonna Father's be a, Day. An entertaining show. He's, he's, we uh, have to be careful what we say with Nick because we could end up getting uh, into Obama and taxes and political well, everything. We're going to have him on Saturday on the show. He's going to be all day at Two Guys in Salem, New Hampshire. And that night, we're going to do a special cigar dinner with the Perdomos. And this is Nick, his wife, his daughter, and his son. They're all coming up. And it's going to be at the Lanham Club which is in Andover. Lanham uh, was established in 1957. This is like the men's club. You know, uh, the walls are all uh, mahogany walls. Did you ever go? Never. It's beautiful, are there beautiful tickets place. Still available? There are tickets available. I'll have to buy a ticket. It's $65 a person. The night includes hors d'oeuvres, salad, filet mignon, uh, with all the fixings, desserts, and it's accompanied by four premium Perdomo cigars. You're going to meet Nick and his whole family, and it's going to be a great time. I'll be there myself, $65 a person. It's limited to only 100, pe- 100 people. I think it's about 50% sold out now. So uh, get your tickets if you want. Stop by any Two Guys Smoke Shop, 65 bucks, or call the store, uh, 603 Two 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 one. Forgot the number for a second there. Six zero three eight nine eight two 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 one. Call and uh, reserve your seats for the Nick Perdomo event, uh, which is uh, the day before Father's Day. So. so later on today, I'll be actually DJing on a boat. Oh, really? I will be. Yeah, um, May twenty eighth. Uh, that's uh, that's today. Seven to ten. The boat uh, will be boarding at six thirty. Tickets are only twenty dollars. Twenty and, uh, bucks. I've got thirty five tickets left. I would love to sell it out just because. I like to sell things out. I, I'm already making money on the boat. It's not about the money at this point. I just want to be able to say on Facebook that it was sold out. And it looks like it's going to be a nice night. Oh, it's going to be so it's awesome. It's only 20 bucks. You go on a boat, and there's music, and it's a nice time, and you bring your wife with you if you want. Absolutely. Uh, and where do you go? You go right to the tip of Plum Island, uh, Captain's Fishing Parties. There's three boats there. Mine will be the biggest. It will also of course. appear like the Mr. Jonathan show right off the bat because I'll have banners hanging on it announcing who I am and what okay, I do. You just go up to the guy, you give him 20 bucks. You go up to me, I will be there collecting the money. I thought you did this jockey. I'm also the disc jockey. I'll also have, be the MC and the, the hype guy, if you will. I, uh, You're going to be wired? like at the... Absolutely. I'll be on the dock with my wireless microphone headset and <laughs> talking the crowd up. So you do it all, and then you clean the boat after, and you're all I, set? I will put every single speaker and run every single wire myself, and then I clean it all up at the end myself. So this is really the Mr. Jonathan show. It really is the Mr. Jonathan show. I mean, I tease everybody and like to pretend like I'm bigger than life, but in this case, I'm actually doing everything for this party. Okay, do we want to mention some birthdays? We're, today has flown by. Do today, we have time, Chuck? How much time do we have? Yeah, we got under five minutes. All right, let's try to whip through this. All right, so today is May 28th, 148th day of the year, 217 days remaining. I want to say happy birthday to my mother, Angela Garofalo, who celebrated her birthday yesterday, 80. Happy birthday, Ma. I love you. Happy birthday, Mrs. G. 80 years old, and also, I believe... Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is Mrs. Jonathan's Mrs. Birth- Jonathan's birthday. She loves to be called that. Mrs. Jonathan. She would be really Mrs. Mr. Jonathan. Mrs. No, Mi- no, she's Mrs. Jonathan. Mrs. Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> so it's her birthday. How old is she? Do we say they don't like to be forty-six? I think. Yeah, yeah forty-six. Because she's older than she's you. She's right? thirteen years older than I am. Wow. Yep. Cougar. 
my God. So uh, happy birthday to Mar and Mrs. Jonathan uh, celebrating their birthday's bookend from today. Uh, 1944, Rudy Giuliani, the 107th mayor of New York City. It's his birthday today. Rudy Giuliani may be running for president. I've had three cigars with Rudy Giuliani in one day. He takes the band off before he smokes them every time. Yes, he does. He's a nice, nice guy and a cigar smoker. Happy birthday, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, 1944, and born the same exact day as Gladys Knight from Gladys Knight and the Pips, American R&B soul singers. This is the Midnight Train to Georgia. Yeah, baby. Doot, doot. I might play this song on the boat tonight just to play it. It's a great song. Gladys Knight and the Pips. L.A. <laughs> 1944, same day again. Three people born on the same day. Billy Vera. Do you know who the Billy Vera is? Well, yeah, I set the segment up. I, oh, of course okay. I know who Billy Vera is. I have no idea, for the record. Really? Listen, nope. to, listen to the song. Oh, sure. Okay. This song uh, came out in 1982 from Alpha Records. Uh, the song did not became a number 79 hit. Okay? Basically a non-event. Non-event. Didn't do well. And um, the, the, the record label goes bankrupt after the song comes out. Fast forward three years later. We have three minutes. Let's go. Fast forward three years later, the TV show Family Ties comes out, and they play this song in the TV show. This song immediately goes number one, and Rhino Records, who picks up songs after they're already dead and buried, grabs it and gets a number one hit, and this is the song. Wow. Billy Vera and the Beaters. Great song. Remains on the charts for 15 weeks after it was dead and buried for a few years. So, Next thing. Uh, 1945, John Fogarty, American singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Creedence Clearwater Revival. You messed up on that. I did mess up on that. <laughs> uh, his birthday, 1945. 1949, Wendy O. Williams. Do you remember her at all? I asked that to a few people. Yeah, no, remember her? Nope. Plasmatics. Nope. Yeah, she was a wild, wild woman. Right. Yeah, she had the bubbles uh, things on her breasts. Uh, she died in 1998. I think she killed herself. In 1970, Megan Fox, Canadian model. 1990, Playboy Playmate. What do you got going on here? Samantha Fox. It was the closest I could get. Okay, Samantha Fox. <laughs> and uh, died this day. We, we brought it up earlier. Gary Coleman. From Different Strokes? Different Strokes. Not a lot of people know this, but that uh, voice singing the song is Alan Thicke. Oh, really? Oh, my yes. God. Who, uh, not too long after that show was off the air, had his own show. That's right. And so uh, Gary Coleman died a year ago today. So in honor of Gary Coleman, we're smoking the Big Doc uh, Nub Cigars. <laughs> a little problems. short, short black, uh, which we did that day last year. So uh, happy birthday uh, to all those, and uh, rest in peace, Gary Coleman. Um, okay, so... Wow, this show flew by, I got to tell you. Go Bruins, first off. Yes. And uh, next week, we have Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle with the Berlin Wall live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. Also, Victor Vitale from the Cigar Agency will be there because he's the one that distributes those great cigars. They do the Hammer and Sickle. Maybe we'll have a little vodka and have some fun with these guys. It's going to be history. History with the Berlin Wall next week on the Cigar Authority. Hey, everybody, have a safe and wonderful, wonderful Memorial Day weekend. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Catch you next week. Bye, everybody.